You're listening to a podcast, the Ellie Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Angel Vergara. And I'm Emeline Ramos. Angel Vergara, also known as Luisito, is back with us. And he is the chef of the family. And he is also expecting. He's going to be a father-to-be. So I figured let's uh, bring him in and find out how it's going. The last time we spoke to him, he had a big reveal party. He is having a boy, which he's excited about because Super. it means that the name will uh, continue. <laughs> yeah. That means a lot to him. Uh, so how's it going? It's how's going, Kaylee? It's going good. She's good. I mean, she's getting bigger. What I think we're seven months. Her belly is tight. Uh, Ma, since you're la doctora of the podcast, uh, what does it mean the belly is tight? Her muscles and her abdomen are tight and she's the baby's like cooking. It's still getting ready to have... For her to have labor. The fact that you said the baby is cooking. <laughs> this is a perfect analogy. No, it's not. No, it's not. He's a chef. <laughs> exactly. Hello. <laughs> okay, so so her belly is getting tight. Yeah, it's getting really tight. And it's good because Kaylee is like, she's... She's I mean, very petite. Very petite, very thin, right? And so now, esta gola. She told me the weight, too. Don't say it. <laughs> like, don't, what? don't say like, it. I have How, no idea. She started off very small. I mean, she's very, very petite. Okay, she so really she was is. like 110, probably. I'm going to guess. Close, yeah, actually. Okay. Like one, and one, now one, she's one, like two. at 132. Can't say. Don't okay. say. <laughs> I can't don't say. say. <laughs> you want to gain about 25 pounds in your pregnancy. That's good. 20 Period? to 25 pounds. Total? Yeah, t- total. If you headed like 30, 40, you are in trouble. Okay, I'm telling you right uh, now. I'm stay quiet. From the way Do Luisito it. looked at you, I think she's over that. I think Don't she's do it, Luisito. I think she's because he was like, wait, total? Yeah, I was like, all of that? <laughs> or how about or how about in like the first trimester? Don't tell like, her I said that either, okay? By the way, the, the beeping you hear is uh there's construction going on near my house. So there's there's no way I could stop that. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I can go go to the construction site and be like, Mara, I'm on break. So a quick recap, uh Kaylee Tagola. Yeah. Okay. No. She's just right. But healthy gola. Yes. Because, I mean, she's carrying a baby. Yeah. It's, and it's a boy. So I'm expecting, you know, a bigger. You're tall. So I'm expecting kid, a yeah, big I'm baby. A, yeah, a big baby. Just not like a tall, fat baby. No, right. So when you talk about big babies, though, uh, they got to come out at some point. So, right. doctora, uh, how does a big baby come out uh, normally? Big babies come out vaginally normally. Por Unless abajo. there's some kind of, then it's something else that happens that they need to have a C-section. Like. The baby's not tolerating labor well. The mother's not opening up well. The baby's presenting in the wrong position. Then you do C-section, but you're going to deliver a big baby. Right, but I'm saying, you know, when the mom is petite and, and the baby is big, we're talking it's probably going to be a C-section. I mean, you know, if I, if I had to if I had to bet, I'd bet for the C-section. Not right? all the time, because if the baby's just a big baby and she can push and she's everything's going okay, what might just happen is that she might just rip oh. my tear. Oh. <laughs> so. The reason I'm going, oh, it's because I'm going to be there. You so just that, don't that. look, Lisito. Oh. No, it, it doesn't matter. He, he'll hear it. You're not going to hear it ripping. How do you know that? Because I've been there. You're not going to hear it ripping. And if anything, so it could happen during labor or it could happen that the actual doctor just cuts oh. because oh. she they need more room. I'm Come sorry, on. you guys. Come on. Because <laughs> they need more room. Come on. <laughs> oh. That sounds like what would happen, right? And you're in the in the in the room, and then you hear it rip, and then you go, "Emily said I wasn't gonna hear it," uh, and that's and that's a sound you'll never get out of your head. Ever. Well, you, you might me? hear Kaylee yell and scream. That's what oh, you may hear. Come on. Well, wait a minute, but she, I think she's gonna be yelling and screaming. Period. Right. So you wouldn't be like. Wait, is that because it ripped? Wait, is that because it ripped? Is that because it yeah, ripped? Yeah, you're, tr- you're right. It, it I'm assuming she's yeah. going to be in pain, period. She is she, she going to have an epidural? She wants to go all natural. Ah, oh, well. Completely. She's going to be yelling. 
Okay, so what's all natural? No medicine. Like back in the day, like yes. back in the 1800s kind I'm of thing? I'm assuming so, yes. man. No medicine. A lo que tu puedas. Just go for it. Oof. But, but with all the advancement in, in <laughs> medicine, you want to do that? So, doctora, uh, what's what's usually the reasoning for women wanting to do that? They don't want to be exposed to all the medication. They want to be able to feel it. They don't want the, any bad um, side effects from the medication to the baby during delivery. So they, it's all about side effects and how it's going to affect the baby. And they just want to be able to feel, you know, giving birth. But you also got to be careful, right? Because if you want to go all natural and then you change your mind, there's a certain point where now you can no longer get an epidural, right? Yeah. The, there comes a certain point into how far advanced they are, how how effaced they are, how dilated they are. They can no longer. Right. So you could be like, I'm tough. I'm going to do it. I'm tough. And then you could be like, oh, never mind. I'm not. And then it'd be like, too late. <laughs> too late. The point you, of no return. Too, too late. Now you, yeah, that's it. I think what worries me about like these water births or these natural births or these births at home is that they're not done with a physician. They're done with like a nurse practitioner or a midwife. Yeah. And then if something goes wrong, God forbid, you got to... Call nine one one. You gotta you gotta find an ambulance to get you to the hospital, and God knows what can happen yeah. in the you know transit. Yeah, but you know you know Latino families, Puerto Rican families, there ain't no nurse practitioner. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like Tata, you know, that lives in, around the corner. Okay, he say, eso yo te ayudo con eso, eso no es nada. And then the, the mom's like, okay, I'm ready. Está bien, buscame los guantes. And you're like, oh my, you got medical gloves? No, lo, lo, lo guante, lavarlo, los guantes, lavar los trastes. Lo amarillo. And, and, and then you're like, ah, okay, um, um, what do you need so we can help you? Nada, pues buscame hielo. Ponle hielo ahí en la vajiga. Este, dame una bolsa plástica. And you're like, what, what, what's the plastic bag for? Para la, la porquería que sale después del bebé. <laughs> and you're like, this doesn't feel right. Ay, esto, yo, yo he hecho un montón. Mira, mira, todos los nenas que yo tengo. Yo tengo 12. <laughs> y todos nacieron en casa, y ¿verdad? Y, to, y todos nacieron en el baño, con, yo sola, yo sola. Yo iba para el baño, lo sacaba, le lo limpiaba y más nice y me bañaba. And I've talked to her multiple times about it. I'm like, Are you sure? You know, we've yeah. gone, we just started birth, the birthing classes. It's going good. It's What's a, a birthing gross. class? What is it? Man, that? I don't know. I didn't, at first I didn't know. I thought it was like Lamaze class, like what you hear on TV. Like I thought we were just going to go to learn to breathe or something. <laughs> so they tell you everything from, you know, the, the whole what dilation thing, what to expect. Do they uh, show you pictures? I got lucky that I got this lady from like, who's stuck in like 1985 or something. Uh -huh. She doesn't want to do any PowerPoints. She says she's like, she doesn't oh. want to go. So she has like. She's not showing you like modern graphics. Graphics. Correct. She's showing you like old, you know, like passing stuff around. Yeah, from like the from pamphlet. the 80s. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, she has like the uh, it's like a rubber baby, and she's like, and you know, she she shows us when it goes through the canal that it twists. Right. By the way, it goes out and in like three times before it c completely comes out. Wait, are you saying you were told that the baby goes down, comes back up, Does goes like a, down? Yeah, like you, it goes like in out, in out, and then comes out. Doctora? I'm preparation for coming out and to get, you know, I'm assuming just to like get positioned Weird. and to open up a little, for the mom to open up a little more. Or like the baby's trying to get a sneak peek. <laughs> Is it just gonna yeah, want to sneak bro. his head out? Like, you know, está en el cuarto? Okay. Well, well those, all, those, all those pushes that she's doing, you know, when you right. push, it's gonna come down and then when she relaxes, it's gonna go back up. So while you're in this class, 
Are you looking at Kaylee and making sure she's like taking it all in? Oh yeah, she's eating the she's, whole time. She has like her feet up and she's just eating. Comiendo. Bien gola, bien gola. You're learning and she's eating. She's like, and you know like, I have my arms crossed like this and I'm like paying attention, taking notes. And like, there's a couple guys like taking notes. Yeah, 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 comiendo. Yeah, That's comiendo. It. That's, That's how she's getting ready. You're like, yeah. you know, like when you're like an athlete, you work out to get ready. <laughs> Apparently when you're going to give birth, you eat to get ready, you know. And at the end of class, I have to give her a massage. Wait, you have to? Yeah, she goes through this thing and shows us how to massage her and everything. So she gets really excited because there's like, there's four classes. Oh, so she's just there to eat and <laughs> Loves get it. a massage. No, yeah, she eats, <laughs> massage. To eat massage. Yeah, it's like, I, I que para la clase. Ay, que bueno, que tengo That's it. You're there to learn. She's there to eat yeah. <laughs> and get a massage. I have to switch my shift. I have to go in at 5 a.m. so I can be ready for that class at night. Mm -hmm. So I go in at 5 in the morning, cook all day. And then at night I go in and massage her and do the whole thing. You should just be like, listen, let's just skip the middleman. Let's just stay home. <laughs> I'll feed you, right? Yeah. And That's then it. I'll give you a massage. The good stuff. So yeah. while you're in this class, at some point, right, with all this natural labor stuff, you know the pain is coming, right? Yeah. You know it's going to be horrendous. And she's too busy eating to figure it out because she's <laughs> she's thinking this is like this is like a joyride. So at some point, are you going to need her to sign some kind of waiver saying, I like, know. I, Luisito, warned you about this. Okay. <laughs> and uh, just want to make sure that I'm good. You know, I, I did. should actually have a waiver. I did everything. I, I warned you not to do this. So that way. Don't get loca. mad at me. Yeah, no, well, she's like, oh, my God, you did this to me. Uh, technically, <laughs> you did this to yourself. It says so right here. It's so true, though. Maybe I can massage you. And all of a sudden, let me tell you something. Those massages, she will hate them. She won't even want you to touch her. You know what I mean? Right, right. And you'll be like, pero que pasó? And then you know you can't eat, right? No, you can't eat beforehand. Why so, is that? Because just in case why. she's got to go to surgery for a C-section, you know, they have to be what, you, what we call NPO, so no food. Because what's, they have to. Oh, I thought it was because if you push. You throw up, you mean? No, the other way. Oh, that's going to happen. Oh, that that oh, just. Oh, it's very oh, likely that that's going to happen. Oh, God. <laughs> See? Oh, man. It was funny because my first birth that I oh. saw that all that happened. Oh. All the all the bad negative things that you could think of happened with my first live birth that I witnessed. So I was like, "What?" In the now world? this live birth you witnessed was it a part of your uh, training? Yeah, it was a, as a medical student. Okay, so tell oh. us about that, please. I was through a family practice, and there was a delivery. So we were at the hospital, and they were like, "You want to come see it?" And I was like, "Great." And I go go in and where were you standing uh, specifically in in relation to where everybody was? Oh, uh, by where the doctor's standing. Oh, you were. I like, got to see everything by the oh. front door. Yeah, right. yeah. Because wow. yeah, I like to I like to stand on the other side. No, but as a medical student, you have to see what the doctor's doing so that you can learn. As a medical student, I'd be like, you could just tell me what you see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I believe you. So it was like, you know, the baby was born breech. It was like a heavy baby. Wait, so what do you mean a uh, baby uh, was born breech? It was born feet first. Oh, that's... So not that's not good. Yeah. Right. And then like the shoulder got stuck, so they couldn't they oh. couldn't take the shoulder out. God. The mom mm. was like pooping on herself. Mm. They Jesus. had to cut her open. It was like all the bad things that could happen or anything negative. It was just all happening. I'm squirming right now <laughs> because I'm I mean, okay, listen. This is the this is the problem with the visual I have in my head, okay? <laughs> I, I see the shoulder stuck, right? Okay. So for the shoulder to be stuck, that means half the body is sticking out, right? Legs are dangling, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and you got and they had a cut yeah. to widen so it was really complicated the space and remember the shoulder stuck which is the biggest part of the body okay 
<laughs> I mean, at that point, if I'm the husband, right, in the room, if I haven't passed out yet, I'm about to. Yeah, I was getting nauseous right now. Cause you look, you look over, you uh, look, you look over the sheet, and you see legs dangling. You're like, okay, you know what? It was quite an experience, but afterwards I cried a little because I was like, I just saw my first life birth and everything, you know, lots of bad things happened. But at the outcome, the baby was fine. Mom was fine. So you saw that lady at her worst moment. Yeah. I mean, she had a breech baby, which (laughs) apparently is the worst thing. Uh And she went on herself. Come on. She basically pushed everything out of her body. Okay. That's what I'm saying. How do you then get that out of your mind? That husband. Well, how about the doctor? <laughs> oh, but we're used to that. You're used to that. That's what you do. There, you you can't be phased by that. Otherwise, uh, you wouldn't be an OBGYN. Yeah. Well, God bless them. God bless you <laughs> if you're an OBGYN. Okay, because you must have the best short-term memory ever. You know what I mean? You have to to be able to just take your gloves off and be like, okay, who's next? No, I just I couldn't do it. I'd be like, oh God, that's it. I'm retiring. That's that's it. De aquí para terapia. But as a pediatrician, you get to see the good part. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. But then that's when I realized that I don't want to deliver babies because once the babies came out, I was more, I didn't care about the mom anymore. I was more interested in what was going on with uh, the baby. Right. So that's when I knew, you know, it was sealed in my mind that I needed to be a pediatrician. Yeah. And they're not as messy. Yeah. They're easier to clean. <laughs> <laughs> they're easy to understand. So Luisito, just remember, uh, if it gets really tough and Kaylee starts to, you know, complain a lot. And it starts to get too difficult. Just call Tata, and Tata will come by, and uh, and she'll she'll knock it out in like five minutes. I'll do that. But wait, I want to know how is Kaylee's pain tolerance? Like, has she? Have you seen her sick, or have you seen something bad happen to her? Like, how's her pain tolerance? I think she's okay. I haven't seen her like I think go through. Now that I'm thinking about, it, I really haven't seen her to go through anything like really uh, painful that I can know of. Okay, how about well, like when she has a cold or she has a flu? What kind of a uh, patient? She's is good. She? She's good. You know, whereas me, I'd be like, oh, take care of me. Okay. She'll, she'll sort of, yeah, she'll do both. Like so she's she can, tough. Yeah, she. Okay, it's good. That's a good sign then. Bad. I think she'll do okay. Pero what I'm worried about what? is that she's looking a little too forward to these massages. Right? <laughs> uh, and Luisito, I know as my cousin, he's not very good with, with <laughs> massages. I already know him. You know what I'm saying? So if she's really looking forward to a, a crappy massage, it, it's telling me that um, she ain't ready. She does, she does call me weak when I massage her. She's always like, oh, come on. I know. I'm so weak. <laughs> I know. I am telling you, Lucito's got weak hands. You know he's I mean? a chef. He's a chef. I have to have light hands. You know, it's very delicate. Things, you know? Right. He's, you know, he's got to have delicate hands to put a pinch of this and a little bit of that. He's not going to be like trying to break knots in your back. You know, so that tells me I'm like, OK, esta como que she's, she's in trouble because if she's in the middle of it and she goes, Lucito, you know, massage me, you know, my back, I'm in pain. He's going to be like, listen, um, <laughs> you're on your own. You know, I, I'm barely here. Just physically, I'm here, but, but emotionally and mentally, I'm, I'm out. Midwives, our philosophy is that your pregnancy and what's happening in your body during your pregnancy and your birth, these are normal processes for your body to do. And the less we intervene in it, if it's still going normally, the less we intervene, the safer it is for you and your baby. So, you know, recently we hosted Emmeline's cousin, 
who is a diver for the Puerto Rican national team, and they went to compete in Colombia. At the Central American and Caribbean Games yeah. oh, in Barranquilla. Cool. He did the springboard competition and the synchronized diving competition. Yeah, so um, he's my cousin's little boy, and um, we're very proud of him, and he's going to be going to the University of Arizona uh, this coming up in the fall. But they asked him to be on the Puerto Rican national team. And wow. so we are super proud and super excited that he was able to represent us. So tell him how he did. Um, so they didn't do well. Uh, Synchronized didn't do well. And in his individual competition, he didn't do well. It's his first international competition. Right. So it's getting his feet wet. But nonetheless, we're so proud of him. You know, he's he's learning, he's growing, he's and we're young. super proud. Yeah, he's really young. He's only 18. Ah, he's uh, he's just started. So we're super happy and proud of him. Listen, they didn't win gold or <laughs> silver right, right. or bronze, okay? Pero they didn't embarrass themselves. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, uh, like if we had tried <laughs> to dive the way they were diving, like it's it's easy to watch, right, and be like, ah, oh, look at all that splash, you know, lo chavaron, you know, they didn't do good until you realize, wait a minute, but I can't do that, right? <laughs> right. And they're competing against, like, monsters, bro. Olympians. Like, like, like Olympians. Right, right, like, right, right. grown men. Right. And then, you know, then, los muchachitos de Puerto Rico, you know. And, <laughs> and it felt like, you know, like my little cousin, you know, 12 años. And then the little wink, wink, splash. And you're like, ay, que bueno. But they did great and were extremely proud of him. Yeah, so he's still out there. He's having fun. Um, and we can't wait to support him at the University of Arizona this coming year. Yeah. And um, hopefully we're looking forward to Olympics sometime in the future, maybe in six years. Right. Yeah. So hey, he's 18, man. So he's got. I think he has a significant shot, you know, to represent Puerto Rico in Paris in 2024. He's that definitely awesome. dedicated and he loves what he does. So I think he's got a shot and I will be there rooting for him. Yeah. I, I have never been so into uh, springboard diving as I was when we were watching him. You know, like usually that's the event where you go, ah, okay, they're yeah, diving. Right. But springboard's cool, man. There's a lot of action. They have to sort of hit that springboard a couple of times before they kind of... Yeah, I would never be able to hit the springboard back. I think right. I, would, I would miss it completely. Right, I feel like I'm going to like catch it on the wrong end. And just See, kinda... now that would be a good event to watch. Yeah, I'd watch that event. <laughs> I'd watch that event because it'd be like, ooh, ah, ooh. No, but it's fun to watch, but I'm telling you, when you know the competitor, right. it is stressful. Oh, it's got to be. Because you're you're like on pins and needles because right. you're hoping he does great, and then you're hating everybody else. You know you're <laughs> you're wanting them to hit the board, you're wanting them to you know to, to belly flop. You're you're in it, and then when they don't do bad, you know you feel horrible, right, and it's right. it's so intense. Get by the time they were done competing, we were like, oh my god, we gotta take a nap. Yeah, it was it was so stressful, and we I had cousins in Puerto Rico watching it. My they live in Indiana. We were here in Florida. My sisters in Chicago, or my family in Chicago. So we were all over in different states. We were watching and supporting him. So that made us feel really proud. That's very cool, man. Just to make it itself representing you know, Puerto Rico yeah. a year after Maria. You Correct at eighteen years old, man. That's a big accomplishment. I'm period. telling you, if I was them and I dove and I let's like, say I, I made a big splash, oh, a uh, big deal, I'd get out of the pool and I'd be like, you know what? We survived Maria. Okay, <laughs> what you got? What you guys got? Okay, oh, you were training while we didn't have any electricity. Oh, oh my God, yeah, you should be so proud of yourselves, yo. We survived Maria. Okay, Maria, high fiving each other and laughing. <laughs> they completely sucked. If you put your effort and concentration into playing to your potential to be the best that you can be, I don't care what the scoreboard says, at the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. Okay?
All right, so you know we take advantage uh, of when Lucito's in the podcast to get some uh, cooking tips and lessons because Lucito is a professional chef. He's cooked everywhere from Miami to Orlando and Miami again. So that's that's a lot of different cultures. That's a and, lot. And Emmeline is always looking to learn because, you know, her menu. My favorite pastime is eating. So I need a good chef in my life. I know you like to eat. Ella le gusta comer, pero no le gusta cocinar mucho. Hey, wait, I brought a pressure cooker. I don't know how to use it, but I brought a pressure cooker the other day. They blow up, so be careful. Let me tell you something. Esta... She bought a pressure cooker, okay? Right. But I have never heard her in the kitchen going, I wish I had a pressure cooker. <laughs> so we get a delivery. I open it, and I see it's a pressure cooker. I'm like, uh, obviously, they delivered it to the wrong address <laughs> because I've never, ever, ever talked to you about wanting to do something with a pressure. I don't right, even right. know what you would use that for. And she's like, oh, I saw it, and a friend of mine was telling me about it, and I'm like, great idea. And I'm like, sale. and now it's going to go in the cabinet somewhere. <laughs> what do you use a pressure cooker for, by the way? Well, to Typically, you use it to cut down the time of like cooking down meats that are tough. And that's what I would want it for. It cuts down your time like in half. Like what? Uh, let's say it was, let's say ribs. Okay. Ribs usually take time, right? You, If you do them in the barbecue, you kind of have them there for hours or you can do them in the oven at the slow temperature for hours. Or you can put them in the pressure cooker maybe with some liquid and then cut down those. Instead of five hours, as an example, depending mm -hmm. on the size and weight of the rib. Okay. You can cut down the time probably. In okay. Half We've or. never had ribs. Okay. What about chuletas? Because a mí las chuletas me salen bien mal. Me salen very, rubbery. Very, well, no, very stiff. So can I do chuletas Here's the thing about chuletas. is It's actually a lean cut of meat. Uh -huh. So the lesser you cook a chuleta, the juicier it is. Yeah, see, and I'm always afraid I'm going to undercook it. That's, yeah, that's my fear. That's everybody's fear. That's that my fear. They're going to undercook it. And the longer you cook a chuleta, the, the drier and tougher it becomes. Yeah, so it's like, really like, like the sole of a shoe. Right. Yeah. These days, actually, you could eat pork pink. And I know everybody's going to like freak out about that. No. That doesn't sound right. <laughs> chuletas you could eat. I mean, you can cook them all the way through. But the, the best thing I could say is you want to cook a chuleta till it's done. Only till it's completely white in the center and then stop and get it out, out of the pan. Yeah. Hers look really good por afuera until you try to like chew it. <laughs> I think only once in my lifetime did the chuletas come out really good. They were soft and tender. Yeah. That was a long time ago. If oh. it's a thick cut, you can cook them for a longer time, but they will dry out. See, that's the problem. Yeah, they'll and dry I like out. chuletas. I'm going to cook you guys some pork chops. Yeah. Well, with a pressure cooker. Because <laughs> I don't need the pressure cooker. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, he's a, he's a professional. No, please use it because otherwise it'll never get used. <laughs> you want it for like a beef, like carne guisada, yes. for instance. And that's exactly, you know? yes. I want to learn how to make it like carne guisada or bistense. Well, yeah, right? I can make it in there. Yeah, you can use the pressure cooker. See? So maybe here's the recipe if you want. So now you got the pressure cooker to create some pressure to, to use it, really. Basically, yeah, yeah. So let's get a recipe from uh, Chef Luisito, something that uh, uh, that Emmeline could make, uh, but it's not too complicated. Like, chuleta's obviously too complicated. Here's a simple breakfast-style recipe. Okay. We do this uh, dish called tote in a hole. You ever Wh what's it called no. again? Tote in a hole. How do you spell that? I think it's T-O-T-E, like tote, and then in a hole. What's a tote? I'm not sure. I think it's an English word, but I'm not sure what why they call it tote in the hole. I think it's just a nickname for the dish. When I, yeah, because when I think of tote, that's a bag. Correct. That's a bag. Ah, okay. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's just like, like a bag in a hole. Dish. Correct. Okay. Something of that sort. So all it is is bread, eggs, and then you can make a sauce, right? So you take a slice of bread, thick cut, preferably. Mm -hmm. Cut a, 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 maybe take a your hand or whatnot, cut a little hole in the center. Okay. You know, right? And then you put the bread in a pan with some butter to toast. Like if you're toasting, you know, like a, let's say um, 
French toast, right? Put mm-hmm. some uh, butter, put it down. And in that hole, just crack an egg. Crack an egg. Okay. Right? Slowly cook it while it's cooking down, right? Cover it uh-huh. about halfway through so you can cook the top of the egg a little bit, you know? Then you just scoop it out, put it off to the side. Okay. Right? And in the same pan, go ahead and put onions and like your favorite sausage. Maybe like chorizo is what I like to use. Mm-hmm. Render that fat out in the pan like you're tossing it. And then put in like fresh cut tomatoes in there. Let that just cook for like a second so it makes like a quick tomato-based sauce. And then pour that over your egg and uh, bread. Oh, okay. And then- that did not sound simple at all. <laughs> what? I did. There I could was, do that. There was way too many steps. Too many instructions. There you get. That's why you were looking at me like that. You were like, <laughs> <laughs> you put this in and you take it out and then you put this other thing in and you let that sit. While it was sitting, I already ate it. So I don't even know what she was doing after that. He already ate the bread and the egg. Already- He's not waiting for the vegetables and the chorizo. I'd be like, isn't it done? I mean, it was I done. mean, you could eat the bread because the, the egg should be soft cooked, right? So that'll create a sauce in and of yeah. itself. So you can cut it and mira, just have your egg and bread. Mira, tú coges un huevo, okay? Uh-huh. Tú lo pones en sartén, right? <laughs> yeah. And then you leave it so so that uh, the yolk will break right. after. So you don't you don't pop it, right? Right. Suavecito, suavecito, suavecito. <laughs> until it starts to get brown around the edges, right? Correct. Then you pull it out and you put it on a bread. On top of the bread. Yeah, you can uh-huh. do that. And then you get a sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Entonces, then you get a spam. Caliente uh-huh. el spam en el sartén. That's pretty uh-huh. good, actually. Caliente, caliente, caliente. Right. You flip it, caliente, caliente. And then you got spam, egg, and bread. And then when it breaks, oh, and that yolk spreads That's over the, the sauce. Sp- oh. That's a great recipe, by the way. Spam and eggs on, oh, on a sandwich. That's, that's not, that's a great, Yeah. as long as you leave the egg running. See, yeah. if you overcook yes. the egg, then you're making a cheap sandwich. No, it's got to explode. Correct. See, but my thing with uh, huevo con bolita, as I call them, um, <laughs> is that I don't like the white part. I don't like the, it's not yolk, right? No. I don't like the white part to be runny. My white part has to be fully cooked. Fully cooked, correct. The yellow part can, yes, I like it liquidy, pero the white part, I have to like spread it out. Um, and make it like thin so that it's fully, fully, fully cooked. cooked because do you, I don't do you like take runny. A, a spatula and then kind of like spread out the yeah, white. Yeah, I, I spread out the white part. That's a that's a pro trick right there. I don't. We do that in, the, in, in the kitchens. So. I don't even do that. I just hope that the white stuff cooks right. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> or you could cover it, right? Like some people cover it. Some people also like you could put a little splash of water to steam it and then you cover it so it cooks like the oh. egg on the very top. See, really I just quick. flip it. Or flip it. Yeah, I, I just mean, yeah. I just always have to make sure to flip it. People hate, sometimes people are, uh, you know, afraid to bust the yolk. Yeah. No, so but if, you, if, you, if you've been taught well That's a by a true Puerto Rican mother, yeah, then it. your egg, your yolk should not pop. You know what's a yeah. really good idea too? Uh, going to Panera. <laughs> and having it done for <laughs> and you. And they do it wonderfully every time. <laughs> And that was El Podcast, Yelly Castro Show. I am Ellie Castro. I'm Angel Elgada. And I'm Emeline Ramos. For more information on my upcoming shows, mi gente, you can go to elliecastro.com. And you can follow me on social media under Ellie Castro Comedy. You can find Angel Belgara on Facebook under my posts. And you can find La Doctora as well, tagged in all my posts. <laughs> Remember, mi gente, life is so much better when you're laughing. Hasta la próxima. Adios. Nos vemos.